We've all been there. You drop your kid off at daycare and you leave in tears. Dropping him in there and walking out and just getting in the car and sobbing as he was wailing away and just thinking, oh my goodness, I can't do this. So, so hard. Today on Feed, Play, Love, parenting educator Jen Muir is going to show us how to have a better drop-off. Feed, Play, Love with Siobhan Hunt. When my son was in his last year at daycare, I distinctly remember going into the centre with him as one mum walked out and she was in tears and I just wanted to give her a big hug because by then my son was loving daycare. But of course, when I started drop-offs with my son, it was so hard. Jen Muir is a parenting educator at Connected Parenting. She has four sons of her own, all of whom she has gone through this with, and she's here to give us some tips on how to make it better. Hi, Jen. How are you? Hi, Shiv. So I found this difficult with both my kids. So I I thought maybe it might be easier with my second, but I remember the day I dropped my son off at daycare for the first time. I think the barista asked me how I was going and I just burst into tears. <laughs> yes. Very embarrassing. It was a barista without children, I'm pretty certain. Yeah. You've done this four times, still doing it with your youngest. Yes. Has it gotten easier over time? Yeah, it does. It definitely does. Um, I think, though, <laughs> if my fir- my last child had come first, um, you know, I'm not sure we would have <laughs> gone further with more with the drop-offs. But... <laughs> What gets easier is we get better at knowing. I know, although my child shows this big emotion, I know that I've learned through experience how happy they are at pick-up and I've heard that the educators say they settle really fast. And I think we as parents get more confident with our exit, which helps. So it, it does definitely get easier. Having said that, I've had hard drop-offs even just in the last month really hard. I think it's a combination of feeling terrible, like what you said, where we, you know, feel awful leaving our child in that state. Also people looking at us, you know, that is not a good feeling. And I've, you know, I've had the absolute, you know, I don't want to go right at the gate. Everybody's looking at you. (laughs) Your child is thrashing. You've got to sort of hand them kicking and screaming over to an educator hard stuff. And look, we're shooting, I shoot to um, make that go better, you know, working them through that process so that it is a little bit easier for everybody. But some days drop-offs are going to be hard, particularly as a child is adjusting to something new. I've got a son in kindy, so he's adjusting to that. And any child adjusting to a new daycare, it's going to be at least six weeks, at least before things are smooth for many kids. Some kids, easy going, but Mm. most kids they're going to have trouble adjusting to the daycare and kids are meant to struggle separating from us. You know, it's a really normal thing and often if we can think of it as a beautiful sign of how attached they are, you know, <laughs> it's another way to reframe it like, oh, wow, what a great relationship we have that he's going to miss me so much. Yeah, and try not to feel bad because the alternative would be that you are together together all the time and that's not necessarily the right way to go well, either. It's not good for either of you, really. Mm. We know, you know, often thinking about the wonderful experiences they're going to have and that can really help with it, with our exit, knowing, you know, I know this is hard, but I also know that 
um, you're going to have a great day. And I have to say now that both my kids are at primary school, the early educators both children had in their lives were so special. And my relationship with them, as much as I like the teachers they have, was much closer you know, my my relationship with early educators was closer than the relationship I have with primary school teachers. Yeah, you're much more involved at that point. Yeah, I think so. And and that was something that I kind of wanted to tell that mum, that heartbroken poor mother, that actually now coming in, I don't, I didn't dread it. I was looking forward to saying hi to the teachers and yeah. seeing what they the kids had made and having that connection. But anyway, let's let's go down, get down to the nitty gritty, <laughs> so to speak. Most children, whether it's at, if they're at daycare, have set days. Um, and of course, school is set days. Are there any things we can do in the lead up to the school week or that daycare day that can help them get used to this transition? Yeah, I think for kids who are starting a new school or a new daycare, you know, the concept of a social story, which it can be something we draw out, but even talking it out. So a child who's about to start a daycare or a school, we can drive to the to the school or the daycare and this is how it's going to look and talk them through what their day will look like, talk them through what they're going to wear. We might lay that out the night before. So all of that prep that we talk them through when they're calm, that's really helpful. If you know you have a child that will struggle to separate um, already, then you might talk in advance about, you know, it might be hard on, you know, if we know that, um, you know, our kindergartner is not going to go, going to want to go back to school on Monday, that that transition will be hard. We can sit down calmly on Sunday and say, now it is school tomorrow. And I know sometimes we find that hard to get going with the week. I wonder what can we do to help with finding what we need to do tomorrow. Should we lay out our clothes? Sometimes kids can carry a special object or even just a little hidden toy in the bottom of their bag that only they know is there. No one has to know. And that gives them that bravery or that sense of I've got something here with me to help me cross that threshold. So prepping in advance. um, Some people draw a little heart on their wrist or a heart on their child's wrist and they say, I'm going to press my heart and think of you while we're separated. So we're thinking about what it is that our child's struggling with and giving them something tangible or a connection piece that helps them do that. And we try to do that when we're calm. We preempt the kind of morning rush because we know what that's like. Yeah. No time for <laughs> anything. Um, what about in the morning? As you mentioned, it can be chaotic. Yeah. <clears throat> that can be when their anxiety levels rise or their resistance <laughs> to doing anything arises. How should we handle that? So if if our child is saying, you know, I don't want to go, I don't want to go, or, you know, we might even, it might be more subtle. Kids give out a few little mini um, emotions before they give out a big emotion. So a big emotion is I'm tantruming and I'm, I don't want to go. A little emotion might be I'm not putting on my shoes. And you might think, okay, that I, I've really asked a few times. You might get low and close and say, hey, I'm noticing you're having a bit of trouble putting on your shoes everything okay? Or I I think maybe you're having, you're a bit worried about going to school today or to preschool. You've got an opportunity then to connect. And often that's all our kids need because we've caught it early. But we don't always catch it early. Let's be honest. (laughs) Yes. (laughs) 
often in most houses, we get to the clinging to the doorframe stage of, I do not want to go. And at this point, we're like, oh, okay, now we're in a big emotion. Okay, so we're really unregulated. And the biggest thing to know is that our instinct at that point to to coach or to say, no, 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 but it's going to be so good. We want to make it better as parents. And also we want to get out the door. So we're like, (laughs) it's going to be fine. You have fun. Let's go. It's going to be amazing. Or we might say, listen, you have to go or otherwise, you know, we might threaten, you know, if you don't go, you'll get in trouble. Um, None of that really is that helpful. And what we find is that our child usually continues to be unregulated. They're, They're still saying, you're not hearing me. I don't want to go. And usually that's my cue to think, okay, I really need to sit in this emotion with my child and I will often open my big van door and I will come up close to my child that is at this point howling and I will get really close to him and say, you really don't want to go today. It's hard to say goodbye. I get it. And I kind of will pause there and we will usually hug and I wait until his body kind of softens a little bit. And then comes my kind of moving forward with confidence boundary moment. And I will say, it's time to go. Am I going to carry you in or do you want to walk? Or will I carry your bag or will you? And we do that with real confidence because we've really let our child show that emotion. They feel seen and heard. They may walk in quite happily. They may not. And that's okay because the most important thing is they were heard. And it's also important for parents to know it is okay for kids to be sad, separating. In fact, it's really normal. And I think if we can, it's as hard as it is, say goodbye with some confidence and and really focus on that reconnection. I can't wait to see you when I pick you up. You know, give them something tangible to hold on to at that point as well. Um, We might do this together. I I know you're going to have a great day, big wave. Um, And we move with confidence at that point. We don't want to hang too long in the farewell. Mm, lingering kills you every time. Lingering because that's when the anxiety is really pumping and we're almost getting caught up in our child's anxiety at that point. So it's a really hard line, but it's, it's about two feet in, really sitting in that emotion and then saying, okay, we're moving forward. And I know it's hard, but I know you've got this and we really want to do that. Now, something I did, which, um, I didn't do it too much, uh, but I know others definitely fell into this trap, was promising ice cream at the end of the day or <laughs> yeah. promising a treat yeah. of yeah. some description. Yeah. What's your take on that? Uh, you know, I'm um, possibly, you know, going bankrupt at the local bakery at the moment. <laughs> so. <laughs> so no comment? <laughs> no, look, we're not, you know, what we know from the evidence is that, um, you know, bribes and rewards and punishments and all the old school behavioralist model stuff doesn't change behavior long term. What I know as a parent is that sometimes I it need works. to get my kid into school <laughs> and adjusted to kindy. And so, yeah, uh, we're going to just have some ice creams or some stuff from the bakery or it's hot chips we're having this afternoon. It's already been arranged. Oh God, Let me tell can you. I come? <laughs> And my view is, look, he's five and he's adjusting to kindy and we're going to do this to get across the line. I won't be doing it for the rest of his life. Um, But sometimes we employ what we need to just, I think, to just get things rolling. And I think that's, you know, well, anyway, it's okay for me. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) Exactly. And yeah, whatever works. Yeah. Um, Now, the hard thing or one of the hardest things, depending on the kind of person you are, 
is not to show your emotions at leaving. Yeah. And that includes crying if they're crying. <laughs> yes. But I'm really curious about this because I remember interviewing someone, I can't remember who it was now, who said that they remembered as an adult, they remembered their mother dropping them off at school and he was devastated and he turned around to look at her and she was trying to be all positive and smiling, etc. And what he took from that was that his mother didn't care and it took him years until he was an adult to understand, oh, she was doing that. Actually, he's an early educator. I just thought of who it was. That's a really sad story. Right? And he told me that and I thought, oh, my God, my parents, my my children, my children think I don't love them. I think there's a difference between Mm. um, everything's fine, I'm just smiling and it's sunshine and rainbows. I think there is a difference between like kind of that. And sobbing. (laughs) (laughs) And I was going to say a confident exit. (laughs) A confident exit is empathetic. It's like I can see you're having a hard time but I know you're going to be okay, okay, and I can't wait to see you. Yeah, there might be a smile but I don't, I think our child would know because we've we've listened, we've acknowledged, yeah, it is hard to go and I will miss you too but I know this is going to be okay. Sometimes, and this is our boundary stuff in parenting, I think we just need to take the lead because our child can't and it's that strong leadership that I think our kids will sense. Um, perhaps in that case... Maybe he didn't sense that. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe she was like looking like she was off to the Bahamas. Maybe she was just like, I can't all wait to sit the back of you. See yeah. <laughs> no, he's very well adjusted. Um, and, and I guess then go to your car and have a sob if you need to. Yeah. Oh, look, sometimes we sob because we're embarrassed because everybody's like probably thinking she does not have it all together. Uh, sometimes <laughs> we're sobbing because it's just so hard. Oh, it's or we're so worried awful about to see them, them upset. Yeah, and sometimes you can still, you know, I've got memories of still hearing my child wailing from, you know, a street away. Um, oh. And, you know, you ring up, did you settle? And they're like, oh, yeah, in one minute. Yeah. You know, I mean, it is usually very quick. But, yeah, it is hard. It's so hard. But thank you for giving us a way forward. So here's to having better drop-offs, everyone. Jen, thanks for your time today. My pleasure. That's Jen Muir. She's a parenting educator, and you can learn more about her work via her website, Connected Parenting, and I'll put links in the notes of this episode. I hope you enjoyed this episode of Feed, Play, Love. If you did, please rate, review or favourite. That way you'll get all the new episodes, plus we can reach and help even more parents. And if you have a topic you'd like me to cover, email me at feedplaylove at listener.com. Bye for now.